0: The Acunet Mortgage & Realty Show is sponsored by Acunet Mortgage, an equal housing lender NMLS ID 255368, and Acunet Realty Advisors, which is a separate company from, but still affiliated with, Acunet Mortgage.
1: Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage & Realty Show, getting you inside information on buying, selling, and financing your home with expert advice from Acunet Mortgage & Realty's Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: Good morning. Welcome to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. I'm Scott Warris, in for Mark, along with Acunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors, President, Owner, Brian Wickard and Acunet Mortgage Chief Millennial Loan Consultant, David Wickard. It's been a while, guys. Good to see you. What's on tap this morning? Well,
0: uh, we're going to get started with a front page article two weeks in a row. The Wall Street Journal is providing you us picked our... up
3: the actual newspaper and it was Nay. on the front. Okay. Nay.
0: I get it on my iPad. OK, uh, front pad, Fun pad. Yeah, front page article. pad. And uh, this week's uh, headline front page article housing market is faltering and strong economy offers no cure. Now, we have a lot of real estate agents that listen to this show. And hey, if you want to call in and kind of give us your f- Opinion on your front row seat to the local market. We'd love to take your call. That number is four one four seven nine nine one six twenty on the Equity Mortgage Talk and Text line. Really fun to hear that, by the way. While I was sitting in the Miller Park parking lot waiting to leave after last night's sure. game, we got a lot of those mentions in the <laughs> Matt Pauley uh, post game show. So we appreciate that. But yeah, what do you what do you really think? Here's what the article talked about, and the reason for it was the National Association of Realtors reported that September home sales were Uh, down 4.1% from a year earlier, the seventh straight month of declines, marking the longest slump since 2014. This is nationwide? Nationwide, that's right. And then uh, Lawrence Yoon, the longtime chief economist of the National Association of Realtors, quoted as saying, without a doubt, there is a clear shift in the market. Uh, Mr. Yoon blamed a dearth of inventory for the weakening sales in recent months, which is kind of my personal opinion we're going to talk about that in a minute and he also pointed to signs of strong demand saying that well maybe that's going to snap us out of it if we just had some more supply Um, the guy who is the head of Redfin said if this is the first chink in the armor and they're a big uh, real estate company on the west coast uh, and other parts of the economy start to weaken driven by increases in rates yes mortgage rates are up and consumer confidence starting to wane which we haven't seen by the way then I think this could be the beginning of a really soft year. So I think it's all, all real estate is local, right? Yeah. So maybe yeah. if you're in Seattle where Redfin is located, um, you know, where the real estate market goes bananas, uh, maybe it looks like it's really faltering. I don't get the feeling it's faltering here. I still think that we have uh inventory problem here in the greater Milwaukee area. They're Do not
3: it? building new homes in Wauwatosa. Well, that's for sure, because I mean, there's no dirt.
0: I understand, but that's part of the, that is an issue yeah. for inventory. Yep, yep, yep. All right, so if you've got an opinion on that, call into four one four seven nine nine one six twenty. 414-799-1620. But in the meantime, with that as the background, you know, I started digging around our local data, and I thought, well, let's just kind of take a look at Waukesha County. So let's look at a bench line for September. There were 437 single-family home sales in all of Waukesha County, and, uh, the median, uh, sales price was $320,000 in mm. Waukesha County. Wow. And if you looked at, uh, anything from 200,000 to 400,000, that, that captures 73% of the sales occur between 200 and 400. So I'm going to call that the meat of the market right mm. over the
3: plate, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right
0: there in the strike zone, by the way, number of home sales in Waukesha County, 1 million or higher in September, F- Want well, I guess, uh,
3: three,
0: Three, Scott. You got You want to just get in on this uh, small little wager?
2: I'll say <laughs> four. I'm gonna. I'm gonna prices right you and go four. <laughs> all right, price right. That's great. Well, you're both very close. A single
0: digit six, wow. six, which is you know about one percent of the market. Okay. All right. So when you look at all that stuff, I then turned that data into this interesting information. Um, let's look at the most popular municipalities of that bunch, there were of the, we're now talking about 200 to 400,000. There were 44 such sales in Waukesha, the city of Waukesha. Hmm. There are currently 112 listings. Hmm. Wow. But wait, of those 112, 42 have offers. Okay. So there are really 70 listings that are actually available. So that's a 1.6 month supply that is still a seller's market. Even Tight. if you take it and divide it by the big number of, yeah, all the listings right out there at 112, well that's 2.5 a month supply. Anything under three, three or under is considered a seller's market, three to six is historically considered a balanced market and over a six month supply based on the previous month's sales is considered a buyer's market.
3: So you're saying if you see a house on Tuesday online you can't wait until Saturday to go see it. That's right, because in Brookfield, there were uh,
0: 34 sales, the city of Brookfield, there are currently only 41 homes without active offers, so that's a 1.2 month supply. Menominee Falls, 31 sales in September, there's only a 1.3 month supply. New Berlin, 29 sales last month, only a 1.2 month supply. Well, Oconomowoc, you we get a little better, 2.5. Muskego, my hometown, there were 18 closed sales. There are only 12 listings Yikes. between 200 and $400,000. The in, meat. In Muskego. All right, so my, my I'm positing that it is still a seller's market, but it is true if people are getting discouraged, get out there, Mr. Home Buyer. Be the undiscouraged one. That's right and and you know gird your loins with a rock solid guaranteed pre-approval from your friends at Accunet. if you don't have a good buyer's agent or you're not happy with the one you have let us help you find an aggressive one we can still make you a homeowner yes by christmas not a problem you just have to be motivated all right when we come back we're going to tell a story about uh some parents thinking about helping their single 30-year-old daughter who just moved back to the Milwaukee area buy a home, how should they do it? Investment property, primary
2: residence, will cover the bases when we come back. He is Brian Wickert. He is David Wickert. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ.
1: Home buying advice from the guys who know it best. This is the Acunet
2: Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ It is very much just that. Scott Morris in for Mark Segrist along with Brian and David. All right, guys, let's get to it. I always love the way you bring in real life situations, actual cases that you deal with on a daily and weekly basis. Bring it to the show Sunday. Helps me relate. I know it helps the listeners relate too. You bet. You
0: bet. And so uh, this is not an uncommon story, you know, when parents want to help their children buy a home. In this particular case, the um, child is an adult, uh, you know, 30 years old and uh, moving back to the Milwaukee area. Uh, and, and so the, the parents want to help out. And the question, so this person doesn't have a job yet, all right? And The but, person moving back. The person moving back, the 30-year-old. The parents do. The parents yeah. have great jobs yeah. and plenty of income and, and down payment money as well. And, and so interestingly enough, thing number one is if we were to put the daughter on the loan and on the title to the home we could do this as an owner occupied purchase with as little as five percent down yes uh, well actually three percent because she's a first-time home buyer yeah and even though she has no income so does that blow your mind scott yeah as long as the parents co-sign uh... for the daughter the Thanks. daughter doesn't have to have any income even with no she income she can still
2: get a name on there yeah, yeah yeah wow.
0: and we get to price it as a primary residence. Because the
2: parent's
3: income is strong enough to carry two mortgages. That is absolutely correct.
0: And um, and so just by the way, the payment on that scenario, so that was actually the third scenario that ran at $175,000. And and the parents are willing to, let's say, invest total money out of pocket of $30,000. Uh, we get a monthly payment, assuming something for taxes, blah, blah, blah of uh, $1,165, so remember that, just under 1200 bucks if it's owner-occupied. Hmm. We haven't checked the daughter's credit yet, and uh, you know, so that'll come into play. But So that's one interesting thing. But then I was thinking about this and talking to our repeat customer, mm-hmm. who called me up personally, and I'm happy to talk to him. I said, well, you know, you can buy a single-family home as a rental property mm-hmm. with as little as 15% down well, at that, uh, the payment is a hundred and one dollars higher. It's twelve hundred and sixty-five. Twelve hundred sixty-six bucks. So it's a hundred. Let's call it one hundred two bucks higher per month. Why would you want to do that, David? Any guesses? I already know the answer. So right, I you know want. the answer. All right. The answer is that if you call something a rental property, and as long as you are charging fair market rent, now oh, let me say it this way. I think, I haven't talked to Cousin Paul about this. Please check with your tax advisor. (laughs) Check with your tax advisor. But I think you don't actually have to collect the money as long as you report that you got Uh fair market rent on the top line of Schedule E where you're reporting your rental income. Uh Then not only do you get to deduct the mortgage interest, the property taxes, any utilities and maintenance that you pay, but you also get to deduct this Phantom thing called depreciation, mm. so you get to in this case and I believe which is it's, nothing but a paper loss a paper loss where you say i'm get to pretend that this house is going down in value by one twenty seventh per year, which in this case would be sixty two hundred bucks so basically you could show this income as a rental property and end up having to report no income cool huh. because I think all those deductions would add up to more than the fair market rent you might even be able to get a little loss on this and then I started thinking because we have this customer. well he sent in his uh, 2017 tax returns here's a specific example of somebody who has for time in memoriam um, itemized his tax deductions mm-hmm. on his personal tax return mm-hmm. and that occurs on schedule a as in Apple and uh, last year he had uh, thirty one thousand dollars of total deductions but I looked at that and I said oh guess what Uh, Next year, because of the new tax law, your property taxes and state income taxes are going to be capped at $10,000. So you would only have like $22,000 of deductions. And the standard deduction next year is $24,000. All right. So,
2: So I got two other scenarios for you on how we can skin this cat. We'll cover those when we come back sounds like a plan you're listening to the acunet mortgage and realty show on this sunday morning on wtmj getting you into the home of your dreams
1: here's more of the acunet mortgage and realty show with brian record on
2: wtmj just because the packers are off this weekend on the buy doesn't mean you cannot hear wayne and larry in fact you can hear them for the first time their first ever regular season broadcast. It is our annual Packers Classic broadcast, taking you back to their first game in the booth. It's Raiders Packers from Lambeau back in September of 1999. Here, Wayne and Larry first broadcast together as a duo this Sunday. It all starts at noon, noon today on WTMJ. Right now, of course, you're listening to the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show along with Brian and David Wickert. Yep, that was uh, September
0: 1999. Little Accunet Mortgage was uh, 10 tw- minutes old, two
3: months old. The Ray Rhodes season.
0: We may have been on track to close our first mortgage just about then. Okay. Okay. Uh, and rates, by the way, were a lot higher than they are now. All right. So uh, we were talking about the, this uh, nice parents trying to help their uh, daughter moving back to Milwaukee buy a home. And we said, hey, we could help her do it, even if she doesn't have a job, as long as she has decent credit. And if she has excellent credit, um, We could help her buy a $175,000 home. The current rate with no points and very low closing costs is 4.99%. That's with $688 of total loan costs in her particular case. And the APR is? Thank you, David, is uh, 5.09%. I was doing a scenario where it would be 15% down because of the amount of money that parents want to invest in this project. And the payment would be $1,165. Well, she could. Uh, the other alternative is to buy it as a single-family investment property. That's 15% down as the minimum. The rate is sounds terrible. 5.875. The APR is an amazing 6.26. Again, because at 15% down, there'd be a thin layer of PMI. Yeah. The PMI on a monthly basis, by the way, is only 42 bucks as an investment property and 23 dollars as a month as a single family so very very cheap yeah uh and and so the bottom line to come down in in that comparison well you know the advantage of going with the investment property is you can you have more write-offs the parents then have all the depreciation when they go appreciation i should say when they go to sell the home Mm -hmm. um and then the other alternative though that i threw out there is well maybe you want to buy a duplex well if you buy a duplex as an investment property then you have to have a lot more down. So to buy that same hundred seventy-five thousand dollars property, oh, now it's a duplex, and I want to call it a rental property. Well, now instead of shelling out thirty thousand, you got to have twenty-five percent down with all your other closing costs. Now you're writing a check for forty-seven thousand dollars. Pass. That doesn't seem practical. And then the other scenario that I sent them this morning was, well, you know, if we go owner-occupied, we can skinny up the down payment. And you could help your daughter buy a 200,000. So, you know, the question is then, well, how much better a property or neighborhood do I get a 200 versus 175? Sure. And uh, that payment would be about 200 bucks more than if they bought the $175,000 property. It'd be about 1350. Hmm. And we could do the same amount of money out of pocket of 30,000. So The point is what what we do every day is people come to us with a concept like I want to help my daughter buy a home because she's moving back to the Milwaukee area Mm -hmm. and we don't want to. By the way, the main motivation is I can't tolerate her paying eleven hundred dollars a month in rent. Right. Because I think that's what she's going to have to pay. So, you know, we're able to quantify and say, well, you know what, we can make her a homeowner for eleven hundred and sixty four dollars a month for one hundred and seventy five thousand. That's one way to go. And then we proceed to think of other, you know, alternatives that they could consider because they're at the beginning of this process. So we will connect them with a good realtor. Um, You know, we
3: are, we're Bryant's cocktail lounge for mortgages. You walk in and you tell them, I want a drink that tastes like, you know, bananas. And that's what we cook up for them. There you go. There you go. Brian's mortgage cocktail. Uh, It's true because they they had an idea in their head. They came to us and said, how do I do this? Financial advisors do that all the time in addition to parents and agents as well.
0: One other little uh, nugget as we get ready to go to the news here. I did a calculation because this was in that Wall Street Journal article that, uh-huh. hey, the cost of buying a home is up 16% from the beginning of the year. My calculation is that compared to a year ago, if you looked at the median, buying the median priced Waukesha County home, which was $294,000 a year ago, um, that house would now be valued because Fannie says home prices in southeastern Wisconsin went up 6.4% in the last year. So that 294 home last year is now worth 313. So when you factor in the higher price and the fact that rates went from 3.875 a year ago to 4.99 now with 20% down, the monthly payment does go up, uh, I was surprised, 235 bucks over the course of the year because of those two factors. And that's 14%. So we'll talk about that a little bit more, maybe do a rate roundup. And then we've got a couple of other stories, a divorce story. We've got a condo story. We'll get to those after the news.
1: Don't break the bank to get into a house. Back to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show
2: with Brian Wickert on WTMJ. You can get involved on the appropriately named Acunet Mortgage Talk and text line 414 799 And if you're keeping notes, and I hope you are, in the last segment, Acunet was referred to as, quote, the Bryant's Cocktail Lounge for Mortgages. I love that. I wrote it down. I may use it, guys. I may use that. I like (laughs) that. (laughs) That's true. That makes me a mixologist. But but then it's not just me.
0: I'm not the only bartender. To take that metaphor Mm, a a little farther, we have uh, 12 talented licensed mortgage loan consultants who are... Excellent mixologists in their own right, but if they get stumped, they can come to the chief mixologist. Mm,
3: I'm uh, trying to make this drink taste like leather. Help me. Oh, uh, or peat moss. I had some tea
0: mm. with your mother on our recent trip in New England, <laughs> where they said the tea was going to taste like moss. And by Joe, go lick a tree. And get I the same was thing. thinking that I licked a tree, bark and
3: moss, and anyway. Okay, so let's. Uh,
0: are you ready with a? Right uh, sure. Yeah,
3: no? I got it. Okay. What's going on with rates, David? Oh, man. Uh, At the close of the business on Friday on a $200,000 loan with 25% equity and all the other rates stuff, that's a credit score of 740, escrowing for taxes, no second mortgage that we are resubordinating, an excellent word in the mortgage world. Yes. 4.99% with $995 in cost. The APR is 5.01. 499 four nine nine, nine. All right. uh, if you're thinking if you're you know relocating on a corporate job or you don't think you're gonna be in your home for very long uh, five year arm you get half percent relief four and a half percent oh APR is four point nine nine uh, just eight hundred dollars in cost okay so um,
0: an alternative for a few people to consider
3: well and I, you know the article on you know home affordability, price yeah. affordability is just look if you just had your third kid and you only have two bedrooms like you are moving Correct. So it continues to be a emotional, personal, people like to respond to journalists and surveys with a logical
0: answer. Answer. Correct.
3: But when you look at your spouse and you're like, we want to live here, you, you do you, what's yeah, necessary. Yeah. You're going to
0: figure it out. Well, and even though I just said in the, in the uh, previous segment that, okay, if you look at a year ago, buying the median sales price in. Waukesha County, which is significantly higher, by the way, the median home price last year in Waukesha County in September was two hundred ninety four thousand dollars in Milwaukee County. It was only one forty eight five. Yeah. So quite a stark difference. But looking at that Waukesha number, I said, yeah, hey, you're you're buying that house this year. Well, it's going to be worth more and the rates up. That's two hundred thirty five dollars. But don't forget that wage growth is uh, up two point eight percent from last year. So you know, if you qu- quickly look at somebody who's making uh, eighty thousand dollars a year, because that's what it would take to kind of comfortably afford uh, that uh, Waukesha,
3: Waukesha median payment, and yeah. you
0: just got a tw- two and a half percent raise, that times
3: uh, well, sixteen hundred dollars a year. Yeah, you're up
0: one hundred sixty-six bucks. Okay. So the real net cost compared to your you know disposable income, let's say, is only seventy bucks a month. So it's not as bad as the 235 because your income went up, and that's fine. That's a a new trend. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see
3: how things play out here the rest of the year. Unfortunately, it's going to be the lockup on people trying to buy their next home, maybe taking longer and being pickier. Honey, why couldn't we just stick the kid in the basement instead of purchasing a home with more more bedrooms? You're
0: saying if there's no inventory? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or the people aren't as motivated to move. Well, don't forget that's where we can help with a bridge loan. You know, I'm doing one of
3: those right now. You are. Yeah. I mean, not personally, but no, for a no, no.
0: customer. Yes, right? and say what a bridge
3: loan is, David. A bridge loan is like getting the proceeds from the sale of your home earlier, right? Uh, by using, you have to have equity in your home above the, I should say. A bridge loan will only go up to 80 percent of the value of your home right
0: so we can't lend you a hundred percent of the value of your loan we can help you borrow 80 percent of the value of your home so that extracts a lot of the equity exactly and so
3: you can use those funds then for making a down payment on the next home we do have to prove your ability to hold on to both homes for the snapshot in time correct but for these folks they're selling their uh, first home and moving up to a next one. And the first one hasn't sold yet. Yeah. And well, so we're not going to slow them down in getting into their new home. And of course that does two things
0: for the home buyer. It makes your offer more attractive because even if the market is not as robust as it was a week or a month or three months ago, sellers still don't like to get offers that say, Oh, it's subject to me selling my home. Right. Okay. That's always a downer. And, and And the reason is because now that 's out of my control, and just by the way, when you write one of those offers that 's contingent on the sale of your home, get ready to be bumped meaning right. the the seller's not going to let you sit there uh, and and uh, puppy guard that you know that home sale he 's going to say, "Hey, if I get a better offer, I can bump you, and then you have seventy two hours typically to satisfy your contingency, which yes. you just can 't waive it. you have to prove right. that you can afford a bridge loan or that you have an accepted offer and that you 're going to close." All right, so um, when we come back after this next break, uh, let's talk about your condo. Sure. Sorry, we got a text yesterday and a phone call from a real estate agent. I was on my way. No, uh, I was on my way. I was somewhere, and I couldn't help out, so I texted David and said, this real estate agent has a buyer who wants to write an offer and doesn't have a pre-approval mm-hmm. letter. We need to get him a pre-approval letter this afternoon.
2: We'll tell you about that story when we come back. He is Brian Wickert. He is David Wickert. You're listening to the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. Acunet Mortgage is an equal housing lender, NMLS ID 255368. Thanks for listening to today's show. Hey, if you'd
0: like to get started with a no social security number required, refi checkup, a second opinion, or a rock solid pre-approval to buy, all you have to do is click on the blue button at acunet.com. That's A-C-C-U-N-E-T
1: dot Important home buying questions and answers you can count on. This is the AccuNet Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickert on WTMJ.
2: The 10th Annual Milwaukee Film Festival is on now, runs through November 1st. More than 300 films will be shown over the next couple of weeks. WTMJ's Eric Bilstad sits down with Artistic and Executive Director Jonathan Jackson to discuss some of the highlights of this year's festival. You can hear their conversation starting at 11.07 this morning. It's this weekend's edition of WTMJ Conversations. Right now, we're smack dab in the middle of the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. And Brian and David, let's talk condos. Yeah, you bet. So um, this was a
3: uh, text, loan officer, get preapproval. Uh, I got the text message at uh, 1.26 yesterday and was able to send out an email with an attached pre-approval letter at 2.40, just uh, or seventy well, some minutes later. When did you actually talk to the barber? At, one, I, at 2 o'clock. Okay, so yeah. There so was okay, a, 40 minutes later. Because she
0: wanted to. So it wasn't eight minutes, like yeah. they say on the... Schmicken. Schmicken or the guys with the rock. you got to talk to a human. Anyway.
3: And get some better advice, Indeed. Probably. So, uh, and in this case... You know, we don't really always recommend uh, going looking for a home and then getting a pre-approval letter. But special circumstances. Yeah, the, this borrower had been looking for a year or two, kind of casually looking at hip condos downtown, and had found one, and now we were just putting a game plan together. Because to your point, this isn't about where interest rates are, or whether it's a buyer's or seller's market. This person's circumstances are such that? yes, Yeah, she, she's going to be... Uh, Retaining or maybe selling soon after uh, her suburban home and wants to go, you know, to the Milwaukee Alehouse Be- on Water Street. Because she's now an uh, empty nester. Yeah. Yeah. Um, right. Independent of what interest rates are. So uh, we hopped on the phone and, and I got to ask my handful of questions to put a game plan together. We absolutely can. And uh I without think they,
0: having her sell her home. Right. And she Which doesn't a need a bridge thing. loan, right? right? She
3: happens to have
0: enough savings to make a sufficient payment,
3: And the income
0: to swing both. If she wanted to after the sale uh shrink her mortgage size, because let's say she's gonna get some equity out of her yeah. home and instead of carrying uh whatever it's gonna be, three hundred fifty thousand dollar mortgage, she wanted to pay that down to two hundred fifty. Can she do that, David, without refinancing yes. that accurate mortgage? Yes.
3: Oh, how does that work? You call up the servicer and say, "Hi, I'd like to apply a large single payment to my loan." Yeah, and then that servicer will recast, not refinance, recast. Yeah, without changing your interest rate, without right. having to apply, no costs, just
2: mm-hmm.
0: recalculate your payment. Yeah, based upon over the on the remaining new... term of the loan. Yep. Um, so that's kind of, and we can help with that. Yeah, oftentimes you oh. just call us up, we'll do a conference call and help you get that done. But we do that all the time. So. Which,
3: and, and, you know, my confession is uh, we did not go into the um, intricacies of buying a condo. The joining of the condo family, kind of because she already decided she wanted to buy a condo, so That's I'm right. not going to talk her out of it. But yeah, yeah, no, got you and I talking about...
0: Um, I have a first-time tr- home buyer who was thinking the difference between single family and a condo. Wrote an offer on a single family, didn't get it, and think, well, oh, maybe I'll buy a cheaper condo. So I said, well, here's my article, my blog post, which if you just Google Acunet condo financing, try that, David. I think right you'll now. get my awesome, uh, rather lengthy, but important uh, wow. yeah. diatribe. Acunet on, condo, there yeah, it is. Just go Acunet condo. Because everybody assumes... Grab got, a second cup of coffee if you're going to do this, I too, did that. I think that's my opening line, yeah. isn't it? Grab a cup yes. of coffee, Jeez. double shot espresso. Um, and, and people always assume that everything's cool, right? I mean, because you were... You, the what triggered this in our conversation pre pre show was that you said, well, guess how much the association dues are on this condo <sighs> and what's the purchase price roughly 25 Four twenty five. The association dues are four $400 a month, a month. And to which we said for well, the privilege to walk in the door. Well, yes. but that's supposed to cover all the care. I know maintenance. And <sighs> so what people assume, and by the way, this first time, I said, Oh yeah, I'm looking at this one. It's only 90 bucks a month. The problem is, if the association isn't doing a good job of budgeting for future large uh, repairs Rough and improvements, eater. Yeah, you can get a rude surprise that's called a special assessment. And so I had fielded a call in the last couple of weeks from a divorced guy who's like, "I am totally tired of renting. <laughs> yeah, yeah, who isn't? And I'm thinking about buying this ninety thousand dollar condo in Milwaukee because it's such a bargain." Uh, oh, yeah, but the seller is going to be paying a, are you ready, $15,000 special assessment. On their $90,000 condo? Yeah, at the closing. Because this 142-unit condo did, association did not do an adequate job of saving up over the years mm. to pay for the $1 million roof job that all the buildings now need maybe we need to get into
3: condo roof replacement that's that's a good
0: idea yeah and and you know that reminded me of another condo story uh of some folks buying in illinois and you know what we'll tell you that one
2: when we come back <laughs> was that a diamond encrusted roof yeah, yeah. No, seriously, <laughs> no. roof. Yeah, that's not wow. asphalt. No. That's diamonds. <laughs> I'd say so. All right, guys, we'll pause. He is Brian Wickard. He is David Wickard. You're listening to the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show on WTMJ. 1052 on WTMJ. Scott Warris in for Mark Segrist. One more segment here in this week's edition of the Academic Mortgage and Realty Show with Brian Wickard and David Wickard.
0: Yeah, so we were just on the riff on uh, condos and, you know, hey, doing your due diligence on the uh, condo association. And so kind of here's the interesting thing is if you put 10% down on a primary residence or 25% down on an investment condo or second home, your mortgage lender's not going to check into the condo association all that much. We're just going to make sure they have the, we're going to send a little questionnaire, make sure they don't have any really egregious problems uh-huh. but if i was buying a condo i would be all over looking at the uh budget so a mortgage lender only looks at the condo association's budget if you're putting less than 10 percent down in a primary residence or less than 25 percent down on a vacation or investment condo uh-huh. and to me that's where the rubber hits the road because you're what you're joining the club you know, you're, Hey, I'm the I'm, family. I am family. I am, you know, throwing my lot in this thing called real estate ownership in with all these other people and you're doing a good job, right? running right. this thing. Right. And so we, we were helping a, uh, retired couple in Chicago buy a condo kind of one of these single family, you know, town townhome style. Although I think they were ranch side by side side by side. So, you know, maybe like three or four units per building. And I think there were 40 units and they were sharp. Uh, and, and the woman's like, because I'm talking about, oh, are you sure you want to buy a condo? No. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep. I got a hold of the reserve study. So in Illinois, I think there is some sort of a state regulation that requires associations over a certain size, <laughs> which is a good thing. Yeah. To have a third-party expert come in and say, let's look at your building here. How hmm. old is the roof? How old are the furnaces? Blah, 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 blah. And let's project out how much money you're going to need. Oh, oh, okay. So it's a reserve study. We've, you... we've studied you don't have enough reserves. Well, but this in this case... The reserve study was two and a half years old, Okay, and, but she was still confident that this thing was all fine and dandy and now they didn't need us to look into the budget. This was just conversation and and so what do you know? They call back about a week or 10 days later, they're in process now and they had been walking around their new neighborhood, just kind of scoping it out and Cre- s- creeping. Yeah. somebody on the street, one of their future neighbors goes, oh, did you hear about uh, the $5,000 pending special assessment? That the association is about to put uh, down? no
3: the seller didn 't tell me about That's
0: that that 's right the seller didn 't tell him about that because it hadn 't actually been approved yet. It was kind of like in the on the agenda hmm. for the next association meeting so uh, yeah i don 't know that much about Illinois real estate law, but you would think you'd have an obligation to disclose that potential material. It's not really yet.
3: They're just talking about it.
0: And so they negotiated that out and got the seller to kick in some towards closing costs and lower the price. Uh, But again, this is, you know, this is an extreme example of here's somebody who actually had a hold of the most recent two and a half year old. Special third-party expert reserve study, yeah, and it still proved to be unreliable. Because
3: then six months ago they said we don't have enough. That's right. That's right.
0: So you gotta, you know, you gotta be Details your matter. own. Right. The human nature is to assume that everything's okay, and uh, sometimes it's not. Um, all right. So uh, we, I have a good divorce story to tell, but I think it's you got time. I think it's too long. Okay. I think it's too long. But you know, divorces are common. And let's just say this: we'll we'll give you the general tips on divorce. We can help you out, but the number a number one thing that you have to have signed and approved by the court is a signed
3: marital settlement agreement. That's right, and approved. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I mean. I got one of those this week. Not me personally, but for a client. Okay, they got it approved by the court. Yeah, there's a little stamp. Yeah, that they're not gonna go in front of the judge until January, Mm -hmm. but they've got a signed and stamped uh, marital settlement agreement as of this week and that's all so we sh- need. she's gonna go look at a condo this weekend there
0: you go because and the, and the idea there folks is that we have to have your finances settled and the one big um, question mark even though it might seem obvious to you uh, as a person going through the divorce is is somebody going to have to pay the other somebody either uh, separate maintenance it's called in Wisconsin it's not called alimony or you have to pay child support or separate maintenance because if it's child support We have to count that as a debt
3: like a car payment.
0: Yeah, that's right. If it's maintenance, uh, that's good news because under new underwriting guidelines, we don't have to count that as a debt. We can just lop it off your income and that is much more favorable. Mm -hmm. So if you're in the midst of negotiating a divorce and you have a choice of calling something family maintenance versus child support from a mortgage lenders perspective, it's much better for qualification purposes. Uh, to call it family maintenance. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so you've got to have your marital settlement agreement, but that's it. You don't have to have the final divorce. All right. Uh, the other reason is who gets which car payment. Sure. Right, or, or which other credit card debts. We need that to be settled because if the divorce decrees, or the marital settlement agreement rather, says that uh, Bob gets the Porsche payment, mm-hmm. we don't have to count the Porsche payment against Sally, mm-hmm. even though she may have co-signed on the loan. Isn't that something? Details matter. Details matter in this business. All right. So, um, hey, it's fall. It's still a good time to buy a home. We would love to work with more serious home buyers or people who want to become more serious about their home buying. Maybe you're frustrated. Maybe you weren't able to get one under contract in the summertime. Hey, it's turning a little bit. There are fewer buyers out there as the leaves fall. Let's get serious. Click on the blue button. Uh, once you've got your rock-solid guaranteed pre-approval, and I'd love it if you'd switch. If you've got some flimsy bank pre-approval, come on over to Acunet. Let's help make you a serious home buyer. And once you click on the blue button and get your rock-solid pre-approval, I'll be happy to personally consult with you, your loan consultant, and your realtor, and let's come up with a game plan to make you a homeowner by Christmas. All right, we'll see you back here, or see
2: you, uh, Scott. No, is Mark back next week? Mark will be back in the seat again, but we'll talk again soon, I'm sure. Thank
0: you for filling in. Hey, you, you bet, my friend.
2: Job. Have a great week, guys. Of course, the website, acunet.com, A-C-C-U-N-E-T.com. This has been the Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show. Tony Beddock, some news headlines coming up next on WTMJ. The preceding was a paid program. Advice and opinions expressed during the
0: Acunet Mortgage and Realty Show are solely that of the hosts or guests of Accunet Mortgage and Acunet Realty Advisors and not WTMJ Radio or Scripps Media Incorporated.